Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to a beautiful week where regardless of the circumstance going on in your life, you can remember who you are in Christ, the promises you have in Christ that are secure, that are sure, even if the world around you and in your own circumstances full of uncertainty, God's promises are certain. And we're going to go ahead and reread what we read in Psalm 44 and then also wrap it up. So we're going to kind of cruise through this a little bit, um, but enjoy these these beautiful words that are pointing to God and also the the difficult words that we're going to hear today. Because this psalmist knows that life isn't always easy, that uncertain circumstances do come up and they, they are challenging. But even in spite of all that, the psalmist is still looking to God. So Psalm 44 from the ESV. Oh God, we have heard with our ears, our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old. You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but them you set free. For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm and the light of your face, for you delighted in them. Remember, all of that is true about you too, my friends. It is by God's strength that he saves. He saves you spiritually, and he also saves from circumstances because he delights in you. You are my king, O God. Ordain salvation for Jacob. Through you, we push down our foes. Through your name, we tread down those who rise up against us. For not in my bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. But you have saved us from our foes and have put to shame those who hate us. In God, we have boasted continually and we will give thanks to your name forever, Selah. And this is what we heard in our last episode, this beautiful proclamation of trust in God's salvation. And I want you to remember this because it's in the context of what we're going to hear next. Challenges, uncertainty, and even in the midst of that, this is the view they take that it is God's strength and not their own. But you have rejected us and disgraced us and have not gone out with our armies. You have made us turn back from the foe and those who hate us have gotten spoil. You have made us like sheep for slaughter and have scattered us among the nations. You have sold your people for a trifle, demanding no high price for them. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors, the derision and scorn of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, a laughingstock among the peoples. All day long, 
My disgrace is before me, and shame has covered my face at the sound of the taunter and reviler, at the sight of the enemy and the avenger. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you, and we have not been false to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way, yet you have broken us in the place of jackals and covered us with the shadow of death. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart, yet for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Look at how hard this situation is. They're feeling like everyone is against them. They're feeling like even God is against them. He's allowing this to happen, even though they are are standing for his name and his truth. And to be honest with you, when, when this kind of thing happens, I don't always understand why. I don't fully understand why God allows the things he allows. We know he is a mighty God who has the power to change anything in this world, but we also know the people around us do have free will and that that is something he has given them. And we know that even though we see the day-to-day, God sees the whole plan from A to Z. Even though we might only see one little letter apart, if we were, for example, in, in D, we might only see the way to F while God knows what's all the way at the end of the alphabet, all the way at the end of the plan of the story. And so I don't fully get it. But God does. He sees it. And remember that beautiful stuff we read about relying on God to save? We know and we can trust that he has saved us salvationally. That is a promise he keeps. And circumstantially, we can trust him as well. But his showing up doesn't always look like what we expect. And so I want you to see that that having these hard feelings, having these questions for God, that's okay. That's natural. That is valid. It's here in scripture to remind us that we're not the only ones who have experienced hardship or challenges or uncertainty. And we're not the only ones who have these hard feelings. That's okay. And it's okay to give them to God. This psalmist doesn't just keep them in and complain about them. He sends them in the right direction, upward. Let's see how he closes out. He says, Awake! Why are you sleeping, O Lord? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust. Our belly clings to the ground. Rise up. Come to our help. Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love, your hesed love that is loyal, that always keeps its promises. And I want you to notice here that even in spite of feeling all these hard feelings, of facing all these challenges, of facing the uncertainty, the oppression, the hurts that they're going through, the psalmist, he still calls out to God. In the beginning, we see he trusts God, even with all this going on. And even when he doesn't understand what God's doing, why isn't he seeing God at work? Why isn't he showing up? Still at the end, (laughs) he still calls on God. He trusts him enough to call on him, even in a difficult circumstance. 
So today, remember that twofold nature that we saw throughout the books of the Thessalonians, right? That it is all about God's action. He is the one who gives strength. He is the one who saves. He is the one who intervenes. He is the one who works miracles in our lives. He is the one who sends his word forward to do its work. And we can trust him. And the truth is that we can trust him. We can trust his promises. We can trust who he is and the gifts that he gives even in hard circumstances. So if you are going through a hard circumstance today, I pray, I pray now that you would remember who God is and his promises to you. And remember that he sees the whole plan from A to Z. He knows you, he sees you, and he hears every prayer. So rather than complaining to yourself, complaining to family, honestly send those complaints up to the Lord. The place where it is right to send it. Keep on trusting, keep on asking for help, and keep on living for his name. Do not grow weary of doing good, even in the hard circumstances, my friends. And tomorrow we're going to dive into a brand new book, but I wanted to spend some time on this because it is so important. The hard feelings, they're real and they're valid. And even when we don't see it, God is still at work. His promises are still sure and and your identity is still sure in him. So take that into your day. Spend some time praying about this psalm and I'll see you tomorrow morning.